0: I am way beyond a fanatic. I'm God possessed. Get it straight. There ain't a demon on the planet that likes Mark Barclay anymore. If that's you, clap and shout one. Say, I am God possessed. You better get ready. Did you bring a Bible? Praise God hope you're doing good today. I call you blessed. I'm Doc Barkley. Welcome to the broadcast. We work hard, my whole team, my whole church family to bring you this free of charge. Our partners help us do it. You can become one of those if you want to, or anytime you feel like it, you can sow financially into the ministry here to help just keep pumping out the word of God. Many people do. You're certainly welcome to. And if you choose to, when the seed comes, when your your finances come, I personally pray over it. That's no exaggeration, I personally pray over it and ask God to bless you in return, plus the satisfaction of helping us reach so many people. I'm holding in my hand this series, Ignorant No More. That's what we've been preaching on, that's what the Holy Spirit through Paul said to the church, let's not be ignorant about spiritual things. We live in a dark, dark day, spiritually, many other ways, and yet it's time to break out and live in the light. And that is not just big talk. Jesus came on purpose to change your life and mine. We're gonna talk about that through this telecast. Get on social media, get on your phone, call, text, tell everybody about this program and get them hooked up to it right now. Here we go, we're gonna study together and God is going to help us. Amen. Say it, I believe everything everything that my Bible says, says. no matter what the devil says, says. no matter what what people say, say. and no matter what my circumstances say, tonight I am a believer, therefore I'm a receiver, AND I DO BELIEVE THAT I WILL RECEIVE ABSOLUTELY EVERYTHING THAT GOD HAS FOR ME TONIGHT IN JESUS' NAME. AMEN. CLAP ONCE, WILL YOU? COME ON. THANK GOD, THANK GOD, THANK GOD. CLAP AND WELCOME THE TELEVISION CONGREGATION THAT JUST JOINED US. COME ON. WELCOME TO YOU. WE ARE GLAD TO HAVE YOU WHEREVER YOU'RE AT ON THIS FINE DAY. PRAISE THE LORD. AMEN. Open your Bibles, if you will, to 1 Corinthians 12. Amen. 1 Corinthians 12, this is our theme verse that we've been using for this God-assigned and inspired series called Ignorant No More. Elbow someone, so he's talking about you. Ignorant No More. Amen. And we were teasing the other day and said, this isn't a series on ignorant some more. It's, to, it's ignorant no more. This is to clear it up for us, things about the spirit realm. Because we are born of the spirit, filled with the spirit. We're to walk in the spirit. Amen. Here we go. Simple verse, but it's a mouthful. First Corinthians 12, 1 Corinthians 12.1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, but it really means all spiritual things, and we've defined that, I would not have you say it, ignorant, Now, we have taught, uh, you know, this is our 10th time of teaching in this series, Ignorant No More. We've talked about the spirit realm, the three different kinds of Christians, spiritual, natural, perverted. We've talked about the seven gifts of the Father, the five gifts of the Son, the the, the nine gifts of the Spirit, and what are they, and how they manifest, and etc. We've talked about a lot of things about the spirit realm. AND NOW TONIGHT FOR A FEW MINUTES I WANT TO TALK ABOUT MAYBE ONE OF THE MOST IMPORTANT THINGS FOR YOU TO UNDERSTAND. AND WE'RE JUST GOING TO CALL IT THE FRUIT OF THE SPIRIT. THE FRUIT OF THE SPIRIT. WELL, WHY IS THAT SO IMPORTANT? I'M GOING TO DEFINE IT FOR YOU IN JUST A MINUTE. BUT I THINK BEFORE I GIVE YOU THE DEFINITION, LET'S GO READ IT OVER IN THE BOOK of, uh, OF GALATIANS. COME ON. GALATIANS 5. GALATIANS 5. YOU ARE STUDYING WITH ME, RIGHT? Then turn pages, Galatians 5, and we're going to study about the great fruit of the Spirit, so important to our lives. Now, I think in order to really understand and see the impact and the beauty of the fruit of the Spirit, we ought to first look at the fruit of the fallen nature of man. That's you, before you had the fruit of the Spirit. Here we go. We'll look in verse... 15, it says, if you bite and devour one another, that's what people do, take heed that you be not consumed one the another, 16, this I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh, the lust or the wants of the flesh, what's the flesh? That's not just your body. Your your body is mostly... your, Your body can communicate to your brain, of course. I'm cold, I'm hot, I'm hungry, I hurt, I have pain. But mostly, when the Bible talks about your flesh, it's not talking about your body. It's talking about your fleshly old nature. The nature you before you met Jesus Christ. Remember Dr. Hicks saying, there are two natures within my breast, one is cursed and one is blessed. One I love and one I hate. The one I feed will dominate. So we learn that from him. Of course, we learn it from the scriptures. But that's his little poem way of saying it. There are two natures in me right now, the old Mark Barclay and the new one. Now, if I walk away from church and walk away, that's why even preachers can backslide. Because the old, the old preacher's inside the new preacher. And uh, even I could backslide. I can't stand up here and look at you and say, oh, I got it made in the shade. No, if I quit reading my Bible, if I quit coming to prayer, if I quit crying out to God, if I quit disciplining myself, if I stop my Christian disciplines, if I stop attending church or started to be sporadic, in my church attendance, if I let my mind go, if I just let my mouth say anything it wants to, even I would slowly backslide and become fleshly and then I would once again become a natural or a carnal Christian. Anybody. Why? Because the old nature still lives in here. But through water baptism he was suppressed. He was in prison. He was shackled. He was duct taped. You should not be hearing from him unless you feed him. That's why this verse said if you walk by the Spirit, verse 16, you will not fulfill the wants of your old nature. But if you walk according to the old nature, you will fulfill the lust of the old nature. You will want what the old man wanted before you met Jesus Christ. It, this is not complicated and deep. Some Someone said once, Well, more than once, but they said, Brother Barclay, I don't understand. They know Jesus. How could they backslide? I said, it's a very simple process. If you feed on spirit food, you stay spiritual. If you feed on worldly food, you become worldly and you can and for a while you you you're part spiritual and you're part worldly but then it depends on what food you're eating if you're reading more stuff other than the word of god then you're going to grow more in that than what you are in the word of god if you're attending more places than you are in the house of god then you're going to grow more in that area than you are in the house of god see this was kindergarten simple yeah, amen. If you spend more time talking to bitter people and mad people and sad people and gossiping people and troubled people, than you do God, you will sound like and believe gossiping people, hurt people, mad people, bad people, more than what you believe God. It's human nature, say it. It's human nature, and you are human, and that old nature is still in you. But it's supposed to be suppressed. And in remission, that means it's in there, but you're not supposed to be able to find it. Because you walk with God, and you do the Christian disciplines that allow you to maintain being a spiritual person. See, the modern preacher is trying to teach you that it's all once upon a time. Amen. Amen. Right now, there's preachers running all over the world. Some of them are pretty famous. And they're preaching a grace message it, but I call it Once Upon a Time. Do you know why I call it that? Because it's all based on once upon a time, you pray a sinner's prayer. Everything's okay for you now. Don't worry about it. Live any way you want to. Do what you want to. And if a preacher like me or even a close friend or a parent says, naughty, don't do that. Don't be involved in that. Then they have this new grace message, which isn't really new. It's just come around again. It has a slapback to a preacher like me, you're condemning us, you're judging us, you're preaching legalism. But this is so wrong. Their, their definition of that is so wrong. Just for the record, we are saved by grace, thank God. But if you studied the book of Titus, it says grace has been given to us, saving grace has been given to us, now. so we have a once upon a time, I I accepted Christ, but I don't live for him. Once upon a time, I was water baptized. I can prove it. I have a certificate, but the old nature isn't in remission and neither is sin. Once upon a time, I was filled with the spirit, but I don't act like it and I don't live like it. Once upon a time, I was at the altars of God, but I'm not now, barely, seldom. Once upon a time, I was a dedicated Christian, but now kind of well I love Jesus. Once upon, a, see that's the new message of the day is because you have a landmark of once upon a time. There were three little piggies and the big bad wolf. That people think because there was a, an event that happened once upon a time in their life that they are set for life. But this isn't even true, uh, you know, with your body. You didn't bathe once and never again. You didn't get your hands dirty once and wash them, but thereafter you say, well, I washed once. You keep washing. Because if you don't, what happens? you get dirtier, then you stink. Amen. And everyone around you, you may not know you stink. They say a skunk can't tell its own odor. But people around you know you stink. And before you know it, your bad hygiene with your body is giving place to bacteria and sickness and deterioration and mold (laughs) and other things. And the same thing happens to us spiritually. This is not deep, that's why I'm keeping it kindergarten simple. But we're saying these things so you are not ignorant about the modern messages of the day, which are biblically mostly wrong. And you're not ignorant to the fact that you have to, you got to beat the works of the flesh. Now let's read on, or we're going to run out of time, aren't we? That's happened here before. <laughs> Verse 17, it's like one time Brother Hagan was preaching and he had gone about 90 minutes and he said, wow, it's getting late. And he paused a minute and he goes, yeah, but it's been late before. <laughs> yeah. Amen. 17, for the flesh lusteth Against the spirit, that means the flesh lusteth being wants. The flesh, your old nature, still in you, wants one set of things. But the Holy Spirit for you wants another set of things. So there's you, the old guy. You, some of you still are trying to dream the dream and chase your wants and chase your goals before Christ. And some of you still want some of the things... That the old guy wants, the old person wants. And that's what it's saying. The flesh wanteth or lusteth against the, the capital S Holy Spirit. There's things that your flesh wants, and then there's a set of things, a package of things that your new spirit and the Holy Spirit wants for you. Pretty simple. Verse, amen. 17 again, middle of the verse. And these are contrary one to the other. Did you see that? They don't mix, they never mix. YOU CAN'T SAY PRAISE THE LORD AND cuss IN THE SAME DAY. THE BIBLE'S CLEAR ABOUT THIS. WHAT FELLOWSHIP HAS DARKNESS WITH LIGHT? NONE. WHAT FELLOWSHIP HAS BELIAL WITH THE SPIRIT OF CHRIST? NONE. THOU shalt NOT PARTAKE IN ANOTHER MAN'S SIN, NOT SOME OF HIS SIN, NONE OF HIS SIN. Right. SEE THE BIBLE'S CLEAR ON THIS. THERE IS NO MIX. And the sooner you and I learn this, and we're not ignorant of it anymore, then we know we're not trying to stay out of flesh and sin and wrongdoing because we're religious and we have new rules. We're trying to get out of it so that we can have the fruit of the Spirit in our life and get this old man back down under our control where he belongs. Amen. Verse 19, The works of the flesh... THIS IS YOUR OLD FALLEN NATURE PERSONALITY. EVERY HUMAN. THIS IS THE HUMAN NATURE WITH NO DECENCY IN YOUR SOUL WHETHER YOU HAVE CHRIST OR NOT. THERE'S SOME SINNERS THAT DO HAVE SOME DECENCY AND SCRUPLES. BUT WITH CHRIST CERTAINLY YOU DO. SO LET'S LIST WHAT HAPPENS TO HUMANS THAT DON'T HAVE MUCH DECENCY. THE WORKS OF THE FLESH IS manifest, WHICH ARE THESE ADULTERY. THAT MEANS YOU'RE HAVING SEX at any level of any kind with somebody that's not yours. Fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. You know why he said that phrase? because the list is too long to write in one letter. So anything like this, of which I tell you before, this is the great apostle by the Holy Spirit speaking, I tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now the little sloppy agospy, loosey-goosey, gracy preacher of the day, I guess he cut that verse out of his Bible. The, one, the preacher that gives you permission to live any way you want to. Amen. We can't live for you, but, but we certainly have a place to read the scriptures to you to tell you what God says is okay and what God says is not. Can I have an amen on that? Amen. Well, that's the works of the flesh. Let me help you. These things are your, mine, every human's, listen to me, personality before decency and before Christ. Now there are some sinners that are not murderers, and they're not adulterers. Why? Because even though they don't have Christ, somebody, probably a parent or a grandparent, someone with authority, put scruples inside of that person, though they didn't know Christ, and taught them the law of the land. If you do this, son, you're going to jail. There are sinners that live to be 85 years old and don't live as dirty as some Christians. That's a fact. But the point for you and me, we not only have scruples and we not only have principled hearts, but we have Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We've been water baptized for the remission of sins. We are born of the Spirit of God and we are filled with the Spirit of God. So how much more? Should we be able to beat this old personality, this old personality, and not live like that anymore? It's sickening. Amen. We're not picking on anybody. Get in, anybody you know, get in private with anybody you know where someone in the family has committed adultery and listen to the pain in their voice and, and watch what it's done to their family if they don't get it fixed. See, the problem with sin it isn't that you sin, it's that you don't get it fixed. You can be forgiven of everything. But blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, if you confess it, fess up, and ask Jesus Christ to cleanse you, man, you're clean, you're free, start over. Start over every week. But when you refuse to fix it, It's this nail driven in your, spiked in your heart. And you're like Cain. I know people like this. You know people like this. It's painful to know people like this. Because they they fight and scrap to try, like Cain did, to try to get back with God and get back in fellowship. But somehow it falls apart every time. They just can't do it. Because there's only one way out of trouble. And people don't understand this. And the only way out of trouble is I'm wrong. And it's my fault and I repent. Well, we repent too. I don't care what you repent for. I'm wrong. I did wrong. And I repent for my wrong thinking, my wrong mouth, and my wrong doing. Now that guy has a chance of busting out of Satan's shackles and living under the great grace of God and being restored to everything in his life. But as long as as you're doing this, Well, I'll repent if you repent. Well, I'll say I'm sorry, but you the prodigal son didn't come home and accuse anybody but his own stupidity. And the story of Jesus is that he was completely restored of everything because he left everybody else alone. Preaching pretty good, I think. Oh, I'm out of time almost already. We haven't even got the fruit of the Spirit yet. What's wrong with you people? you got to study quicker than this guys. you got to be listening faster than this. Alright, so that's the dirty, nasty old man that really doesn't have the ability to do anything good unless unless somewhere along the line a good parent, maybe a teacher, maybe there's some good football coaches and I don't know, somebody creased this young man's life with some principle and scruple and don't do this. Other than that there's no decency in the flesh. But now if you add Jesus Christ, now here, now look at this. I'm about to read to you the personality of Jesus Christ. Here we go. Verse 22. Act happy about it or something. Y'all look like you just robbed the bank and the prophet caught you. You better not put that in our offering either. Verse 22. But the fruit... Of the Spirit. That's the personality. Man, we, we just looked at the works or the fruit of the flesh. Now we're looking at the, the fruit of the Spirit. Is love, you want to read it with me? Yeah. Let's do it. Love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there's no law. what's that mean? It means if you have these working in your life, instead of the works of the flesh, there's nothing in your life to be judged by any law. You didn't commit adultery, you didn't steal, you didn't lie, you didn't split the church, you're not in some, you know, uh, condescending situation, you're not living in pornography. See, that's what it said. There's no law that you have broken if you can replace the old nature, your old personality traits, And attributes with the personality, traits, and attributes of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. And this, my friend, is the goal. This is the altar. This is better, this is more powerful than being powerful. You know what I mean? Asking for power gifts and, and asking for, let me prophesy. No, no, even, even Paul said, what if you do speak in tongues and give a message in tongues? Does it mean much if you don't have love? 1 Corinthians 13 says, no, it doesn't. Love's a more powerful effect. Do you understand the lack of what we just read, the lack of the fruit of the Spirit in my life and yours Yes, what ruins marriages, it's what destroys friendships. Uh huh. It's what causes people to sue each other, spit at each other, yell at each other, curse each other, cuss at each other, road rage, and even in the church. It's the number one element. Imagine if every spirit filled, if no one but the spirit filled Christians, if every spirit filled Christian everywhere had these nine fruit. Of the Spirit plopping out all over them. Woo, man, we'd be a happy family, wouldn't we? Yeah. Now, what's the first three? Tell me quick: Love, joy, peace. Now, those are for you, so you can live with yourself. Love, joy, peace. They're for you, so you have the ability to love yourself and forgive yourself. If you don't love yourself, I don't mean like love yourself like you look in the mirror all day like Absalom and brush your hair. <laughs> but if you can't find a way to love yourself and, and forgive yourself for whatever, then you're not going to be a good lover to love other people. If you don't have love of Christ in you, you can't hardly love a wife. Once the initial lust is over and the few acts of lovemaking is over, you find out really quick whether or not you were in lust with each other or you were in love with each other. This love is for you. It helps you love yourself. It helps you love your lovers, your, your kids and your spouse. And Amen. Hopefully your pastor's on the list somewhere. Yeah. And what about joy? Joy's for you. It's a personality trait. It's an inner strength that no matter what you're going through, when you close your eyes and you quit listening to the explosions and, you, and you're not ducking shrapnel anymore, and you close your eyes and your inner man brings this, brings this powerful strength, yeah, but God is about to show up on my behalf. You can't make that up. Personal confidence and pep talking, even if you're an optimist and not a pessimist, only goes so far. Pain and despair always out trumps it. BUT NOT THE FRUIT OF THE SPIRIT. BECAUSE it, NOW JOY HAS BECOME PART OF YOUR PERSONALITY. Yes, IT'S ONE OF YOUR TRAITS. IT'S ONE OF YOUR con- ATTRIBUTES. LOVE, JOY, PEACE IS FOR YOU. The, I, REMEMBER I TOLD YOU BEFORE, THREE OF THESE IS SO YOU CAN LIVE WITH YOURSELF. THREE OF THESE ARE SO YOU CAN LIVE WITH OTHER PEOPLE, AND THREE OF THEM ARE SO YOU CAN WALK WITH GOD WITHOUT BEING DISGUSTING IN HIS SIGHT, EVEN THOUGH HE LOVES YOU AND HE HAS FORGIVEN YOU. BUT AS FOR ME AND MY HOUSE, WE'RE GOING TO SERVE THE LORD. Hallelujah! WE'RE GOING TO STUDY THE WORD OF GOD. WE NEED THE GIFTS OF THE SPIRIT TO FLOW THROUGH YOUR LIFE in this dark day, so you have super natural, God-given power to touch and help other people. Amen. You know what the Lord is saying? If you love me, then when I go through all this for you, do something with it. You do something with this to help somebody else. Turn with me, please, to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 the flowing of the gifts of the Spirit. It is not the assignment of God for every ministry to be good at everything or involved in everything. Can you say amen on that? Praise God, everybody. Doc Barclay again. Thanks for being part of the broadcast. I hope you caught the whole thing. And uh, if not, whatever part you caught, I pray it was a blessing to you because we worked so hard to bring this to you. We really do. And it costs a lot of money and so our partners you can become one if you want our partners really help us pay for this and you can sow any seed you can be a constant partner and be a blessing that way or just ever so often as you feel led or even right now put something in the mail jump online you can give online at our website i want to make sure you get the series uh, so you can just keep studying it over and over again ignorant no more that's what the holy spirit said and he said it to the church people, let's not be ignorant of spiritual things, especially living today. I mean, you're living in the last of the last days. There's a dark cloud, there's a glory cloud, there are angels active, there are demons active, there are people who you can trust, there are people you better stay away from. And so how do you, how do you navigate this? We're gonna help you, I hope we are helping you. Get this series, you won't regret it. We're praying for you, Please pray for us. Please send an offering to help us preach. And whether you do or not, we love you. Come visit us at Living Word. And I plan to see you on the next broadcast. It's going to be just as powerful as the one we just did. Amen.